On this episode of the Kentucky and Hoops podcast, we have Pure Prospects founder, Cody Thomas, and we also discuss college basketball in the great state of Kentucky. All right, Cole, so let's um, get into it. As we're recording right now, we're actually watching Eastern Kentucky play USC Upstate. And um, so let's kind of talk about EKU and what they've done so far this season. Oh, well, right now they're off to a really good start. Um, I know they lost to Xavier by three the other night, but they can Overtime game? I mean, if Jamar Brown hits that layup, they win that game. Right. I mean, they had some chances to On win. the road at Xavier? Um, it would have been a good win for the program, for the EKU program. Um, but still, it was great to see them compete. Um, I think Coach A.W. Hamilton's got, got them rolling over there. Um, they're beating up on USC Upstate right now, and they're going to beat up on a lot of teams this year, I think. Oh yeah, is it just me or is forty minutes of a WKU or not a WKU EKU game some of the most exciting basketball you can see? Watching them press full court for forty minutes, regardless of the situation, I love watching it. I love seeing it. It's a great brand of basketball to watch. Uh, it's a very difficult way to play. You got to be really in shape and you got to have your guys fully committed. But I mean, I've tuned into two uh, EKU games this year and haven't been disappointed in either one. I haven't either. Um... I've actually watched three of their games, um, all three. So I've been impressed every game, um, even in their loss. But, wow, I, I like what they're doing over there. I, they got good freshmen. They have good upperclassmen. They have the full team right now. It wouldn't shock me if uh, Coach Hamilton got a gig at a higher-level higher school here in next year or two. They were picked preseason number four in the OBC. I wouldn't be shocked if they got higher than that. And if they potentially won the OBC, I understand Belmont and Murray are the top two teams, the top dogs. They've earned it in OBC. Always. But this team is going to be slept on a lot. And I think um, they can finish in the top two or so in the um, OVC. And I think they can probably um, – they're going to have a chance to win the conference and go to the NCAA tournament. You know, we were talking on the phone. Me and Noah were talking on the phone the other day um, about the OVC. And they might have four bids in the NCAA tournament this year, we think. There's a chance they really could. I know it's usually a one-bid league, potentially two, but there are four teams, I think, that are good enough to make the NCAA tournament. And that is Belmont, Murray, Murray State, Austin P, and this year, EKU. With those four teams representing the conference, I think the Ohio Valley Conference is doing extremely well. Um, and it's one of the best mid-major leagues in the country, I think. If not the best mid-major. Yeah. Um, so... We'll go ahead and move on to another OVC team real quick. Um, Murray plays tonight. They play their first game. They're eight-point favorites against Middle Tennessee. Um, what do you think about Murray State this year? Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do. Um, I think they got some players. I'm excited to see Jackson Civils. Yep. He played well against Greenville the no, other they, night. So they've already played a game. Yep, they played Greenville. Right. And they beat Which is a good. Division three. Yeah, they beat him. Uh, I think it was 173 to... 90-something. Um, but I'm really excited. But Greenville, you know, if you know basketball, you know about Greenville and Illinois, the D3 school. Um, they're high scoring. Then D3, they I think they average at least 130-something, 140-something points. Um, high scoring, they get up and down, one pass, maybe two, three ball. That's all they do. And they get up and down and play fast. How many D1s have they played this year? They've played... I think tonight they're actually going to be playing... I know it's their, their third or fourth because they played Samford, they played Murray... They, excuse me, they played, um, they're playing Illinois State tonight. 
Right. They play someone either uh, right now, so that's their third. I think they play another Division One here in a couple of days. Okay. So I think they're going to play four or five. Um, that's a brutal schedule. When you're consistently on a nightly basis going up against teams that are overmatching you that much talent-wise, it's just tough to win. But they're, they're a top – they're a good Division Three program who scores a lot of points and gets it done. Anyway, um, who I'm excited to see tonight is um, Tevin Brown. He's been a key contributor since his freshman year, John Morant's sophomore year. They uh, went to the round of 32. They upset um, Marquette. But what he's shown these past couple years is he's an elite shooter. He might be the best shooter in the country. And going into his junior year, after, well, his sophomore year averaged like 18 a game last year. Um, but he could he could lead the OVC in scoring this year and potentially win OVC Player of the Year if he steals it from Terry Taylor. Maybe. I was going to say, Terry Taylor's a he's tough. He's a different breed. Actually from Bowling Green, Kentucky. Won a state title. Um, yes, in his, what, junior year? Yeah, because this junior is his senior year, 2020. Junior, yeah, his junior year in 2016. That's when Zion Harmon was a freshman there. Eighth grader. Eighth grader, correct. Zion Harmon was an eighth grader, started on that team. Um, um, they were a very, t- that Bowling Green was really, team was really good. Um, but anyway. Don't make me laugh. What's going on, guys? What's, What's up, up, Cody? I'm uh, doing good, man. I'm uh, checking out some uh, college ball, uh, Maui Invitational. Wish I had ESPN Plus. Check out the the EKU game. Man. Who's playing right now? What are you guys into? We're watching the EKU game. We're streaming it right now. Uh, so how how's our Kentucky guys doing? Man, they're looking good. Uh, Trey King. He's looking really good. Kurt Lewis, another guy. Um, I just, I love. I don't know if you've gotten to see um, EKU so far this year, but they. I really like the way they play. They play hard. They play fast. They press full court for forty minutes. I mean, they're a fun team to watch. And that's great. I mean, uh, not only EKU, uh, you know, Western is you know. It's not just Kentucky and Louisville this year. You know, Western's got a team that, you know, people want to see. With, you know, Kentucky kids. And it's good to see EKU, uh, you know, doing well with Kentucky kids. So, I mean, that, that's just great on that front. And it's it just shows a testament to the coaches, uh, you know, recruiting the state, uh, state as well as, uh, you know, people helping – Helping these kids, uh, you know, excel at what they do. Well, yeah, we were just talking about this, but um, Kentucky kids are severely under-recruited year in and year out. And finally this year, we're starting to see Kentucky kids really playing well at the next level. And it doesn't shock me, I've been saying this forever, that Kentucky kids are under-recruited. And that's really why we kind of started Kentucky in the Hoops. And I'm sure that's kind of why you started um, Pure Prospects. But... I just think now that they're finally getting the opportunity to show, it'll help kids um, in Kentucky for the future. Yeah, and I, I totally agree. And yes, that is the the main purpose of uh, I, I started Pure Prospects was, you know, Kentucky kids were just, there was no no recruitment. Uh, you know, I, I don't blame any coaches, but you know, most of our coaches were older, and at at the time. Uh, 
a lot of them weren't big fans of AAU or, you know, other sports or just things like that. Uh, but a lot of coaches had a um, stigma that Kentucky kids uh, were transfer kids. They they would miss home and, and uh, transfer back. So they, they saw, you know, they didn't want to miss out. Uh, giving out scholarship, but yeah, you know, I've seen that just, they weren't getting recruited, and you know, no one was out there, so I just wanted to help give them a voice, and uh, you know, it's just great to see you know, what it's followed with everyone uh, you know, coming up, you guys, you guys are doing great things, um, man, it's a testament with the the site, the app, you know, the app to, you know, get get your info right there, and and now with the podcast, you know, we can talk, you know, about any kid or or coach or program, and it's a shame with COVID, and, uh, you know, I'd I'd love for the season to be going right now, but with it going on, I mean, all we can do is wait and hope, uh, hope the game comes back around. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, we got to be in the gym last night at uh, Charleston, Indiana, and it was just a great um, atmosphere just being in the gym again, watching high school hoops. Yeah, and that's another thing. Of, you know, these kids have to be eager to get get in, get in the gym and get at it. I mean, it's been... It's been almost a full year. You know, even people in the regular, you know, they're ready to get out. I, I can't imagine, uh, you know, the class of 2020, you know, they did miss the Sweet 16, but the class of 2020, 21, excuse me, you know, may miss the host season or most of the season or, or whatever. And, you know, as we talk about recruits, uh, it's going to be a stalemate, you know, with, with recruiting. Um, you know, I'm not giving advice to, to any kid, but if, or any recruit, I should say. But if you get an offer and you kind of like that school or whatever, it's almost a good chance to maybe think real hard about it. Uh, I don't know what you guys think about that. Well, I that, uh, agree. Just because those new rules have been passed about um, Division One, D2. Uh, yes. D3, I, I think, every I believe, level. every level, every level. Um, I think it's coming to where the seniors can stay an extra year, so scholar, there won't be as many scholarships, there won't be as much scholarship money for these new 2021 kids coming in, and um, it, it's going to hurt a lot of kids, honestly. So I, ble- I believe if you have an offer right now, it, your best bet is to take it or you know look yes. real hard at it and be grateful for what you have. Right, and you're going to see a lot of kids end up going post-grad, I think, after this year as well. Because another year to develop their game along with um, let some of those seniors finally go on to the next level will um, help them out as well. Well, um, there were a few kids, I guess, uh, held back, homeschooling now. I mean, I don't know if they've seen it out front. That's a route some kids did take. Uh, like you said, yes, with the the rule, you know, that they're going to have the eligibility. The seniors, if there's no scholarships to give out, yeah. Trap school, I mean, they really don't have any other, other options. So it's that. So what do you, 
What do you guys think about the uh, college ball going on since uh, you were talking about the EKU? Um, uh, I'm actually, I, I think it's working out well for us now. I know some games have gotten canceled. Some games have been postponed to later dates. But I think the system that they're doing is working well. Um, side lines are spaced or socially distanced. Um, masks are worn. Uh, I, I think it's working well. I think we can implement this into the high school. We'd have a season. Yeah, I definitely think so. I, even if it's fam, even if it's you know players and maybe well, like you could uh, do the family, you know, or couple so many per player or whatever. I think they could implement something like that. It's just the travel. I think is the. Um, Maybe the the issue on that. I really I really hope they do, uh, you know, come implement and, and get some things uh, together. But I just I, I mean I hope to I hope to see some ball because there's some uh, talent this year that I really like to see because I know you know they've had all year to you know to, to put work in on the game and you know um, with offers being slim it's you know I mean they really want to play and, and so it's going to be some last chance to play so I don't know it's, it's going to be a good thing and, and maybe a sad thing yeah, but I back agree. To, yeah back to go ahead no you go ahead no I, I was just going to switch over um, with with the recruiting uh you know, the five, with the five, it's almost like Kentucky, where they didn't have any uh, scholarships. And now, you know, with that, it's almost that situation with the high school. Um, so, uh, speaking of the Kentucky, uh, yeah, I've watched those guys. What's your, what's your take on uh, Kentucky? And, uh, and I'll go from there, man. Um, like Kentucky College basketball or like University of Kentucky? Yeah, yeah, they, they with, got got beat at home with Richmond. I think it was the first game in history that they didn't make a three or something. Uh, and then, uh, of course, the Kansas game. Uh, I don't know what Coach Cal has a – he has something I think that he's never maybe had before Kentucky. I mean, it looks kind of bleak, but maybe that's just uh, with, uh, you know, maybe hindsight's twenty twenty. I guess we'll see. Uh, I don't know if you guys have a chance to see them play. What, what, do you th- what do you think about their team? What do you, what do you think going on? I just think they, they don't have the shooters or uh, or, or the shooters aren't, aren't hitting, so. I think Kentucky will be fine. I think they always are. They're always going to struggle early on just because the roster turnover. Um, Coach Cal said it best. He really did schedule a lot of good teams. Um, Richmond's not not a bad team. They're one of the top majors in the country. Um, also, it hurts. Uh, Kentucky Big Blue Nation is one of the best fan bases in, in America. Um, not having them at home definitely hurts you. So... I think Kentucky will be fine once Coach Cal gets them playing well together, which he will. Um, I think Kentucky fans that are freaking out over being one and two right now um, 
are going to look back with another successful 25-win year and at least a Sweet 16. Yeah, you see some of you see some of the big blue nations, you know, counties to go, and and just like you said, it's just getting them acclimated together. Uh, you got the highest, you know, athletes and link. They'll get to play and play well. Um, I like to, you know, Western. Uh, you know, speaking of college ball, Western that program is really on the rise, and I, I know one of you is going there next year. Uh, what do you think about the uh, future for, you know, Western with uh, Coach uh, Stansberry? Or, or, yeah. Uh, I think he's got that program rolling, and I think there's a big future ahead um, as long as he is there. Uh, but I think he will, you know, until he retires, I think he'll be at WKU. Uh, that's my thought. But he I had a lot of success at um, uh, Mississippi State. I mean, you've seen him yeah. do it at um, the highest level in the SEC. And it's no shock to me that he's finally getting things rolling at WKU. I think they'll be really good. Um, I mean, Charles Bassey will probably be a first-round pick after this year. Tavion Hollingsworth is one of the best players. I mean, just for the future, obviously, but for this season, too. Um, Tavion Hollingsworth is probably one of the top ten best players to come through the program. Um I really like Davion McKnight. Um, he had a really good game in our opener. He had 21. Um, he played at Collins last year. Uh, he's reigning Kentucky Mr. Basketball. But, yeah, Mr. Ball, yeah. Um, he is. He rebounds a great for a guard. And only being 16, he rebounds it really well. He also plays super, super hard all the time. And he can do it all offensively on the court. He can, he can pass, dribble, shoot. Um, he's everything you want in a true point guard. And I, I think he'll be really good there. And it's great. Like I said, you know, these the Kentucky kids are playing this program, playing for these Kentucky programs and at a high level. Speaking of a, a Kentucky recruit, uh, Kentucky uh, product, uh, Justin Powell, he's uh, he's got a lot of playing time at Auburn, and I think he's got a, a great chance to uh, not only uh, – I mean, he's, a, he's got a great – Fit. I think he's. I think he's going to play professionally, uh, but I think first game twenty eight points. I think he had twenty eight minutes and he had seventeen, uh, seventeen to seven points. Uh, they're having him playing it over at the point and at the two, so it, it's nice to see uh, you know him add uh, you know showing his ball handling uh, and his vision. Um, just to uh, complement his uh, shooting skills. So right. seeing him transition, uh, you know, from the one to the two, and to be, to be able to play both uh, will, will be big for uh, uh, Coach Pearl right. and uh, Auburn moving forward. I uh, love seeing Justin play at the one right now, but I think I think it would really showcase his shooting and more of his ability because I think a lot would open up for him. If Sharif Cooper gets eligible, who is one of the top point guards coming out of high school, uh, went to Auburn, if he becomes eligible, so many people are going to focus on him. I think so much will open up for Justin to make plays and uh, be even more of a contributor than he, what he has been. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. Um, he, he, yeah, he just he showed you know all the skills, but 
his main his main threat is just you know being able to you know spread the floor. Um, <clears throat> speaking of uh, the NCAA, are are we guys? What's gonna go on, guys? Are we gonna tournament in Indy, or are they gonna do the whole thing with that? I I hope so. Um, I I would be shocked. I think if they cancel it, I think they figured out enough with um kind of prevent like they know last year when they canceled the tournament it was because a lack of knowledge was out about the the virus at that point and not really many people knew the um the effects of it just quite yet so they they took it on the safe side and decided to go ahead and call it um i think this year knowing kind of what you can get away with and what you can't they'll definitely be able to have the tournament yeah, I think uh, with the advance in, in testing as well as the uh, the vaccine, uh, vaccines that are actually on their way right now, uh, hopefully uh, we can contain, contain it and have more knowledge and, and get things well. Uh, every, day is, every day is changing. You know, hopefully things are getting better for everyone else. But I, I think they will come up with uh, a way with that. But uh, it's just basketball; it's life. So I'm, I hate to say I'm speechless about it. But uh, you know, if you have a family member or something, you know, I'm praying for you uh, because you know it, it. We didn't know much about it last year, and so many people were upset about not the Sweet Sixteen and. Uh, you know, football and things like that. And, you know, I don't want to get in those arguments, but uh, I think health is all over everything, even though I'm a big hoops guy, sports guy. Uh, at the end of the day, uh, I mean, you can always play. I, <clears throat> so, I mean, down here in central Kentucky, uh, you know, some people – didn't think it was real and, and just went around. I know you guys are up in Louisville, so um, you probably think different. Um, yeah, it kind of is what it is. We you got to stay safe, obviously, but I think you can't really live your life in fear. You have to um, kind of just take precautions, obviously, wear your mask. But um, I wouldn't recommend anyone live your life in fear because I just think a life in fear isn't – a life I want to personally live, but that's just me. Well, here's the way I look at it. All right. There's, if you go by the uh, stats, uh, 2% death rate, well, what's the percentage of a kid getting a scholarship? I mean, I think how many thousands of kids are playing basketball trying try to get a scholarship? I look at it that way. I mean, it's I'm not comparing. Well, I'm comparing them, but uh, you know, what is a what is the chance of uh, any high school kid of what they have to do to you know make it to get a scholarship? So, and also, you can't live. You we can't live in fear. And if we if we do, then it's just no life to live. But we also, I guess, have to protect everyone. Um, so let's talk about some the 2021 uh, or 2022 uh, 
kids coming up that, that you guys have got to see up in the city, southern Indiana, Louisville? Have you got a chance to see any anyone else? Yeah, so we uh, got to see Charleston and Silver Creek play yesterday. Um, just going ahead and start with the 2021 class. Trey Coffin was actually out with injury, but Cooper Jacoby, who was signed to the Lido, he got to play. He had 27 points. He really shot the three ball well. He kind of showed a lot. Um, he can handle it. At 6'7", he's pretty athletic. Um, what I'd want to see him do is get a little bit of weight on him. Um, and he can be a good player in the MAC for um, Toledo in a few years, I think. Who do you like? Um, I think they're point Good guard, I? actually. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, my fault, Cody. But I think that uh, the point guard, Brandion Northern, correct? He's a 2022. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's 2022 or 2023. I, I thought he was really good. He's a very physical physical guard, um, plays tight defense, gets in the passing lanes, makes plays, um, gets teammates open. He, he had an all-around game. I think he'd be a great fit at the uh, low major D2 or NAI level. In the city, I like um, – I mean, you can't go wrong with Caleb Bland. He's one of the highest uh, – Ranked prospects coming out of Louisville in a while. James Jewell was here in Louisville, but he went to Marion County. Yep. Um, Christian Spaulding. That's where I'm at right now. Yeah, sorry. Oh, you're in Marion County. Go ahead. What's that? You're in Marion County? Yeah, I live, I'm right here right now. Okay. Well, yeah, I actually have a lot of family uh, down that way. My dad's from uh, Marion County. Yes, sir. Uh, I'll be seeing Jewell a lot. Yeah. Oh, well... I guess Coach Breeze. So who do you let like me come in? But what's that? So who do you like uh, coming up in the state? Well, I mean, of course, you know you've got you've got the twenty twenty one with Zion, and you Caleb Glenn is uh, he's exceptional. I mean, like you said, he's. He's a, I think he's a stud. Um, there's so many. Uh, the Rogers kid, the uh, yep, the Ballard, uh, the Ballard guard, as well as um, I like the 2023 with uh, the Colin Porter uh, guard out in Western Kentucky. Uh, I think. Uh, he, he's been playing. He's been playing well. He went out to a couple of camps. Uh, Have you gotten the chance you know, to see Reed Shepard? What's that? Have you gotten the chance that? to see Reed Shepard out at, at North Florida? Yes, yes, I have, and he is. I, I'm luckily I got to see his. He's like his dad, except he is. He's more athlete. He's a freak athlete. Is that? I mean, it's. I think he's gonna play in Kentucky. I, I, maybe I shouldn't shouldn't say that, but uh, I think I think he can play at that level. I don't know what your evaluation of him is, but he he's not just an athlete, but he's yeah. He's, I mean, uh, he I, just dominates. I agree with you. Um, you see, every every couple of years, an in-state kid goes ends up at Kentucky. And I wouldn't be shocked if it was Reed Shepard in a couple of years. He is, he can play at that level for sure. Um, you have the family ties, and I just think um, I think he's really really good. I, I agree with you. 
the, the thing the thing with him that really sets me apart with the of the other kids that uh, in Kentucky are you know usually low mid majors. You know he, he was a the his ability his first step in his ability just to create space and uh, you know uh, two already got two almost three double score and he's got a compliment with uh, the guard with him so he's and in a great system where he's at so uh, I, I see him I've seen him definitely I think he can play in a power five conference so no matter no matter what uh, uh, what other kids do you like out in like uh, Lexington and at Christian or uh, Catholic I, I really like uh, I really like Ben Johnson. Um, he's he's signed like, to Bellingham. You know, you like Catholic, right? Lex Catholic, yeah. He signed to Bellingham. Yeah. He shoots the lights out of it. He's actually pretty athletic. Um, there's um, videos of him dunking on people. Like he can he can really play. I think he's um he's gonna be really good at Bellarmine. Um, and I think Scotty Davenport got a steal. Um, another kid is Tanner Walton and uh, Jack Gilman. Uh, a Jack actually plays at Lex Cap, I believe, and he kind of plays underneath of Ben, but he's a star. He's really good, uh, but an under-the-radar guy. And then, of course, Tanner Walton at Lexington Christian, really good player. Um, Another guy from Lexington is uh, Deshaun Jackson. He's got an offer from Moorhead. He plays at Frederick Douglass. Um, he can really shoot it. I like him. Um Tim Hall at Dunbar, another guy, 6'6", really athletic. Um, anybody you like? Yeah, uh, pretty much everyone that, that you guys just threw out. Um, I love I love most of those uh, uh, guys. Uh, I, I especially like... Uh, the Johnson kid, he uh, he just literally, I didn't think that he had the athleticism, but if you say he's dunking on uh, guys, then, you know, Have I haven't seen, seen him, him dunking on Caleb in the last year, year, so. Have Excuse you, me? Have you seen the video of him dunking on Caleb Glenn last year when they scrimmaged mail? No, I have not. I'll have to find it and forward it to you, because... I mean, it is impressive, and you know the type of athlete Caleb Glenn is, and if he can get up and put one on Caleb Glenn's head, that's you got to be some type of athlete. Yeah, you. I mean, you have to be. So, I mean, there's so many. I don't know, up and comers. Uh, I mean, if you got the, uh, what's the? I guess the uh, athletes. I mean, uh, what do you guys think about? Um, like uh, the 2023 um, Ballard guard, uh, Jay, uh, Jack Eaglin. I don't know. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to call him uh, Jake. But, uh, oh, no worries. I think he's a really good ball player. I know Noah's going to be a little biased because that's his teammate and also one of his good friends. Um, but I think Gabe Sisk, you can't forget about him, really good. He's going to be a high major Division One guard. Um, he lives in the gym, total gym rat, and gets after it. Uh, but Jack Elon again, really good player. Uh, he's going to be a fringe D1 guy. I see him more on the D1 side than D2, but 
just because of height. And he's a smaller guard, but, I mean, he's one of the top guards in the city and has been since he's been in the eighth grade. For sure. Again, uh, I just kind of want to reiterate that. Jack is one of the hardest workers you're going to come around. Um, and Gabe is too. Gabe is always in the gym get uh, working on his game. Both of those guys are – Gabe's going to be a high major player, I think, at one at some point. Um, and Jack, I mean, there's going to be a school that's going to take him, and he's going to end up being a hell of a player at the next uh-huh. level. Um, another guy who we have is um, Keno Hayden. He has gotten really, really athletic over the summer. He's grown to about 6'4". He can play both guard spots. He can play – um, alongside really anybody, and I think he's going to be a very, very good player. Um, I think he's going to break out this year for us, and I think he's going to be a good player at the next level as well. I think he's going to end up in that mid-major to low-major range. I think we're going to have three Division One guards on this from this year's team, and I think we're going to have obviously Maker Barbie. I think we'll have four Division One players from this year's team. Uh, speaking of uh, Maker. He he's uh right now he's eligible, correct? Yes. I, he's ruled uh okay yeah because I, I I heard there was some um I guess discrepancies and uh I I didn't know I like I said I thought from what we've from what we know those rumors are incorrect. KHSA has all his paperwork. He is um, eligible to play, and he is. Gonna turn eighteen December twelfth. Well, I mean, you know, you can't, you can't, uh, you can't dispute that. So it, I guess, it, it looks, uh, it look, it looks like that. But I don't know. He's. What do you think about his game? Because I think he's, he's a stud, and uh, you know, he, with his size. He's, he's going to dominate. He's very athletic, play above the rim. I mean, he's really going to be a, a really nice piece there. So I at the top of the class, I mean, him and Zion for sure. Um, I know we haven't really spoke, spoke much about uh, Zion, but uh, have you guys ha- had a chance to see – him as well this uh, summer uh, going through the fall? I got to see him a couple times last year for Marshall County, and I mean, he is as skilled of a guard as you're going to find. Um, he can score from all three levels. Um, he is he's built. He's a really, really strong guard. I think he's going to be really good at WKU um, next to Davion in the future. Yeah, uh, that there's no uh, no doubt. That's what I was uh, talking to one of my other guys about is the um, him with the guards at Western Kentucky. There's going to be just so many uh, guards. I mean, there's not going to be a, a a problem. I mean, you know, uh, another kid I'd like to speak about, you know, Around Louisville, in the Louisville, I mean, we're gonna have um, the J- the Jaden Rogers. Yeah, I really like him. He's out of uh, the Fern Creek. Correct. What do you, I know you guys get to see him, right? Yes. Yeah, I really like him. Um, uh, I, I like the big guy, uh, uh, Trey James. Um, he's 
all-time shot blocker. He's still going to – record's right. still going to go. Headed off to Iona next year to play for uh, Rick Pitino. Yes, sir. It, that that's that's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, that is. Yeah, nice. and I mean that that's crazy. Um, have you guys got a chance to see? Uh, is this Cal Kelly? Is that Ooh, Seku Kali? Out of this deal? Yeah. Yeah, he's a he's Six, really really good. He's just a really big body, physical. Um, he's a good player. I th- he's committed to Akron. Um. I think he'll he'll have a lot of um, success there and do well. Yeah, I like uh, I like in the fifth region, since uh, in Marion County, uh, I like the Jaquise Franklin uh, or Jaquise Franklin for Elizabeth Town. I got a chance to see him uh, last season uh, go head to head against uh, John Harden and. He, he, that kid, he has the motor. He has the ability just to off the bounce, score, pull up. I mean, finish. He played uh, great uh, against uh, Alex. Uh, Alex Matthews. And, and then, I, I mean, it was the second half. He literally took the ball game over. And, I mean, they were down like 15 or 17 at the half, and he's literally, he come back, and he not only uh, on the offensive end, but he he, he shot he shot Alex uh, down, so uh, he, he's great. Um, I just want to pull out a couple, you know, some other uh, top kids. Um, um, now, we only like have like a minute area. or two left that we can go. Um, What's that? We only have about another minute or two that we can go. Okay, man. I ran it on, but uh, yeah, that's the kids I like there. Um, great podcast, man. I'd like to come back on. Uh, of course. You know, we're actually super glad. We know we've had it in the works to get you on for a while. Um, and we're looking forward to doing some events and uh, partnering up in certain ways with Pure Prospects and really grow our brands and help Kentucky kids while we do so, um, as well with yeah. Indiana, of course. And uh, we just plan to grow, help kids, and uh, connect connect kids and coaches with Division One, Division Two, II, Division Three, and AI JUCO coaches, so that everyone can get exposure and we can get Kentucky rocking. That's the main goal: to help these kids get in school. So you know, I'm in with anybody that ready to do that. You guys are doing great. Um, uh, hopefully, when I come on next time, I'll, I'll be better on the mic. But um, Got to try it out. But, yes, you guys are doing something great. Uh, Pure Prospects is uh, willing to work with you guys and anyone else that's ready to help Kentucky kids. So, Of course. Um, if you want to plug your personal Twitter or your um, your Pure Prospects Twitter or Instagram, go ahead and do so. Um, and just, just so that people know where to find you at on Twitter and social media. Okay. If you want to, uh, you can follow Pure Prospects. Um, like you said, uh, we're about helping Kentucky kids uh, move up in recruiting and uh, scouting evaluation. We're on uh, Twitter at peer underscore prospects, or you can follow me on my personal account. Uh, 
I tweet some scouting, some other sports things, uh, some of my opinions on something. It's at Cody underscore T-H-O-83. You can find me there. Uh, We're actually working on creating an Instagram, implementing our own podcast, as well as uh, putting together uh, a new website and possibly an app. So we got a lot of things going on. I look forward to working with uh, other people, and it's going to be great. Of course it is. We got big things ahead. Big things are coming, guys. All right, Cody, will you have a great rest of your night, and thank you so much for your time and getting on with us. All right. So that was a great interview with um, Cody Thomas from Pure Prospects, but let's continue this uh, conversation about college basketball in Kentucky. Right, and let's hop into the uh, high majors now, uh, Louisville, Kentucky, um, even some about Indiana. Let's get into it. Yeah, so um, let's start with Louisville. Last night they played WKU, which I had WKU winning that game. I think Charles Bassey is really, really good. Tavian Hollingsworth is really, really good. Carson Williams is another guy. Um, I think WKU is really good, and they're going to probably win Conference USA. But um, I was surprised to see um, Louisville played really, really well last night. J.J. Trainer is looking really good. I really like the freshman from Indianapolis, Dre Davis. Davis. Yep. 6'5", he came in at 170, or he was listed at 170 his senior year of high school, and he's 220 now. He's really been working hard in the weight room. Um, and it's showing. It's showing. David Johnson finally looked. Everyone was hyping David Johnson up about potentially being a first-round draft pick this next year. The first couple games were underwhelming. He finally looked like he, he could he be a first-round He showed up round. last night. I loved how Chris Mack played um, Jones. Carly and, Jones is really and good. And Johnson together. Yep. I think the more he plays them together, the stronger they are on the court. I agree. Um, Carly Jones is playing really well. He's leading Louisville in points, assists, and he might be leading Louisville in rebounds as well. Wow. Um, the transfer, grad transfer, is proving he can play at the ACC level. Um, Kentucky, what do you think about Kentucky? Uh, last night, of course, they did lose to Kansas. Just but, got upset by Richmond as well at home. Right, but look, Richmond's right now, they got ranked number 19 in the country. I think Richmond's good. I don't think that loss is that bad, honestly. Without, I, don't, I don't think it's a bad loss at all. I without think, rocking and with Cal's young team, I think the two losses aren't anything to worry about. You know, I know people say that they're young every year and that Coach Cal says that every year, but is doesn't it, make it, it not does, true. Is it true, though? Yes, it's true. He's got There's two kids that he starts, or one of them's going to start, one of them might not anymore after last night, but uh, you know, two of them are supposed to be high school seniors. Yep. I mean, you got 18-year-old kids playing against 24-year-old men. Yep. That's a big difference. And it, it showed last night. It showed against Richmond. Well, not Rich- even the two um, the two guys who are supposed to be high school seniors. They also have – they're starting four freshmen. They're starting right. Olivier Saar and four freshmen. Right. And they're getting significant contribution for freshmen off the bench. Hey, just like and Olivier year. Saar from Wake Forest is going to – he's going to – as he gets more confident in the system with these young, with these young guys – He'll start playing really well. Um, another guy I love, Isaiah Jackson. I mean, athletic freak. Now, he's going to be a really good college player, but in the NBA, he fits the game. Just being an athletic, long, big man. Runs the floor hard. At, you know, he great coordination, right? Yep, can great block shots. Coordination. What do you have? I think he had eight blocks last night. He, yeah, I like him. Um, another guy I like is Davon Mintz. 
uh, the point guard. From uh, transfer from Creighton. Yes, he sat out. He was injured last year, so sat out last year, and then he transferred to Kentucky where he's playing. Um, I mean, he's another guy who's showing that after having a successful career at a mid-major, you can come on to a high major where and play well. You can right. play at a high major and you can do well. Um, another guy, Cameron Fletcher. Yep. I, you know, honestly, him coming to Kentucky, I was not a huge fan of him, and I was like, really, we're this kid? But he's proved me wrong so far. He, he's had a couple good showings. He doesn't do too much like some other guys on the team. Um, but I think Coach Kyle's right in what he says. He's got some dudes that have bought in, and he's got some, like two or three, that have not bought in. What about um, Brandon Boston? I think he's one of those guys that has not bought in to the system. I but agree, I but I think really he might be the most talented out of all of them. Oh, I 100% agree. Kid can play. Kid is talented. He reminds me a lot of Brandon Ingram. Yes. Um, Body long, type and all. He's skilled. His shot selection isn't there all the time. But, um, I mean, Brandon Ingram, if you watch Brandon Ingram and Duke, they were not very good, but Brandon Ingram looked pretty darn good. Um, last but not least, um, to end off tonight's podcast, let's talk a little bit about Indiana um, and the IU program. I know they lost today to um, – who they lose to? No, they beat Stanford today. They beat Stanford today, they right. They lost yesterday to Texas. Right, okay. In the Maui Invitational, which is not in Maui this year. It's actually in Asheville, North Carolina. Um, Bill Walden and uh, – jo- what's his name? Benetti yep. is doing an excellent job calling that this week. But, um, yeah. No, but I think Trace Jackson. Trace Jackson has been playing really well for them. Uh-huh. Um, the only great show, the only not great showing he didn't have, he did have, where he didn't play as great as what he should have, is against uh, Texas. Right. Uh, Christian Lander from uh-huh. Indiana. He's been getting some minutes, and he should be a high school senior this year too. Right. So but they he's should been be glad good for minutes and playing well. Him. Yeah. Um, real quick, one more thing I want to mention. Um, Marquise Work at Northern Kentucky. He has he looked really really good in their first win. Um. I think he could be uh, Horizon League Freshman of the Year if he continues this way. He just won Horizon League Freshman of the Week. And did Davion win the Freshman of the Week as well? I'm not sure. He probably, like he had a good chance I think to. Davion last week, I think he won the Conference USA Freshman of the Week. You know, I think a lot of people, you're starting to see a lot of Kentucky guys and Indiana, but right now I'm focusing on Kentucky. You're starting to see a lot of Kentucky guys at the next level ball. I know, and I, I'd love to finally see it coming to fruition. I've been saying for years, Kentucky has just as much talent as, as any other state, but it's under-recruited for whatever reason. I have told this to coaches numerous times. And, and that's I, exactly why we started Kentucky and Hoops, correct? 100%. We wanted to help guys like Kurt Lewis, who out of high school didn't have anything, um, had to go to post-grad. We wanted to help guys like that. Um, find opportunities for themselves to play at the next level. Because we believe Kentucky is just as talented as any other state in the country and produces just as many good players. Um, anything else you want to say tonight, Cole? No, I'm just glad if you made it this far. Thank you for tuning in and uh, listening to us. We appreciate it. And make sure to check out our website, www.kyinhoops.net. Check out our Instagram and Twitter, now both at kyinhoops. And have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to the Kentucky Anna Hoops podcast. This is Cole Thompson. And I'm Noah Bridenstine. Make sure to check out our website at www.kentuckyannahoops.net. 
This website features exclusive content found nowhere else, which includes boys and girls classes 2021 through 2024, player profiles, recruiting information, highlights, stats, watch lists, and much more. For only $10 a month for the year, you have access to exclusive content found only on our website. Just go to www.kentuckyandahoops.net. Also, follow us on Twitter at KYIN Hoops and Instagram at Kentuckyandahoops. Thank you. Hoops. Thank you.